Welcome into episode three of Real Estate Convos with Jake and Steve. We actually have a name now. It's uh, we figured out figured that out end of last week. So pretty pretty simple name, and I hope you guys like it. Uh, so in this episode, actually, my name is Jake Boucher. For those of you who are new to this podcast, and right hey, now I'm Steve Boucher. He's my dad. And we're just talking about real estate. So in today's episode, we're going to cover FISBO, aka for sale by owner. You see some people doing this and we're kind of going to talk about this. I'm going to be asking questions just like last episode. And my dad will be answering them. I'll be I'll be in the perspective of the consumer of what I think they could be asking um, a potential real, real, realtor or real estate agent if uh, for their questions. So uh, we're just going to kind of jump right into it. And the first question I, I'm going to ask is simply, what is FISBO? For sale by owner. If for sale by owner is basically as it says. Uh, typically in the residential real estate marketing world, a homeowner has the capacity or desire to try to sell it on their own. Um, if they have a background in real estate, they bought and sold multiple properties, they know what they're doing, they have a good attorney, good tax accountant, friend in the industry. A lot of people can sell on their own uh, or believe they can. So they choose to go that route. So it is a for sale by owner. Pretty simple. Yes, very simple explanation. And that kind of leads into the next question. Why do people ultimately choose to do for sale by owner? Well, as I kind of alluded to, um, people believe they have the knowledge and the background and the expertise to get through from point A to point B of a real estate transaction. I know many people uh, have failed at that, <laughs> and it is a small a percentage. I want to say only 10% of the properties on the market probably end up going for sale by owner. Uh, but yeah, they, well, some of them just believe they can do the job and do it correctly, and a lot of them can. Like I said, if they're in the industry and have done it before, it's not rocket science. You just need to go uh, through the hoops to get it done. Now, there's also that group of people that want to save the commission. They don't believe that the three, four, five, six percent commission is worth the effort or the contract uh, from the agent. In my opinion, being in the industry, um, many agents, many offices, many franchises definitely provide quality service and can steer you in and around trouble, out of trouble throughout the entire process. And as we know, there's a lot of loopholes, a lot of um, things that can go south in a hurry in this game. So I guess that leads into the next question. You said 10, around 10% of people end up doing a FISBO. And so that like leads to the question, can anybody, just any regular day person do a FISBO? Uh, in my opinion, absolutely not. The overwhelming majority that do try it end up with an agent at some point in their selling future. Uh, there's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of things that people just do not understand uh, when they try to get into that game, to try to get into selling it on their own. Um, are you aware of the smoke detector laws in your area? Carbon monoxide um, in the west part of the country. You have earthquake protections. You have, you have the flood things in the south, right? You have floodplains. Uh, are you in a flood zone? Do you need to disclose that? Do you need to disclose if somebody passed away in the home? Um, physical aspects, septic systems here up in the Northeast in Massachusetts. It has to be certified with the transaction. Somebody has to take point on that. Do you know how to proceed? Do you have the connections, the contractors that can come in and get all that done? Get your paperwork in order. The smoke detector certifications. Do you know where they need to be installed? Do they need to be battery? Do they need to be hardwired? 
all of these things can play out, not even getting into the legal ramifications, the contracts, the offer, the deposits, the escrows, uh, timing, all of that stuff just all keep compounding throughout the entire process. And then let me close by saying, what if you're buying another property and you're selling a property at the same time? Now you have double the deal. And if you're interstate, it's just, it can become a nightmare and very overwhelming very quickly. Yeah, all that sounds like very stressful and considering these people are probably working like regular jobs and stuff too and they have to deal with like juggling their, just trying to sell their house or buying uh, a home at the same time. I feel like they could just add a lot of stress to the, to the individual. Totally correct, yes. So what are... What are the risks of doing uh, for sale by owner? Well, that's that's very, very, uh, in today's day and age, very risky to be a for sale by owner. Um, first of all, how are you marketing your property, right? You, you're putting a sign up on the front lawn. Are you advertising in social media? Are you, you're opening your property and your family to the world. You're putting your address out there. You're putting interior photos out there. How are you screening anybody that calls? What if somebody drives by and sees the sign and literally physically knocks on your door and they're not one of the most um, pleasant people on the planet? Maybe they have ill intent. Maybe they're just trying to get in your home to rob you, to scope the place out, see if you have an alarm system. God knows there's, there's a lot of bad people in the world with bad intent. At least by going through a real estate agent, before anybody ever comes in the home, they make sure they're qualified. They make sure they know who they are. Typically would meet them beforehand, get a signature on a contract um, of agency perhaps. And you've seen an ID, uh, have a license plate. You have something. If it's a for sale by owner and they're physically seeing you for the first time at or in your property, eh, things can go pretty south pretty quick. So there's a lot of risk involved. Um, And even today, I've heard stories about people coming in, asking to use the bathroom and going through the medicine cabinet, going for drugs. You know, Jeez, you, just so never know. you just never know what you're letting in the door. So it's very risky. So I guess that's a, I guess you could say it's quite a good thing that realtors and real estate agents qualify the buyer before they move on in the process. And before the sale by owner, most of the time, they, like you said, they don't actually qualify the buyer. Homeowner wouldn't know any better. They're just answering the phone. They're excited. Yeah, I uh, want yeah, to sure. sell yeah. my house. Come on in. And okay. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty scary. Yeah, I didn't even think of like those types of risk. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. And it happens every day. What is the true cost of doing a for sale by owner for the average person? Well, let, let's let's take it back. If it's a $100,000 house and let's say it's a 5% commission, there's a potential of $5,000 to have professional service and oversight from the start to the end of the deal. If the deal doesn't happen, typically the real estate agent doesn't get paid. So you spend nothing unless it closes. So it's kind of a no-brainer why you would take a chance. So on $100,000, $5,000 total commission, what if the deal falls apart three times because you're trying to do it on your own and you don't have all your T's crossed and your I's dotted? How much did that deal cost you? If you have another house that you want to build or buy under contract and the house you're selling keeps falling apart because you're trying to do it on your own, did that actually save you money? Probably not. If somebody does come in your house, rob, take down notes, steal drugs, was that worth it? So the cost of going that route can be extremely costly to to you personally, to your family, not just financial. And then you can get into the lawsuits of bad contracts, misinformation, not disclosing something. Lawsuits can, can cost tens of thousands of dollars. 
And that could add up very quickly. So is it really worth it in that scenario? Yeah, it seems like the way you're explaining, it seems like it's low risk, high reward if you go with the realtor or experienced professional. Totally agree, Because if if it doesn't work out with the realtor, you can just go on to another one, see if that works out with them. Correct. And you don't have to pay straight out of pocket until your home sells or you buy a home. Like. So I, I think it's just like low low risk, high rewards. Like why not just you know interview these realtors and see who's who's the best fit for you for you personally? Absolutely, and it, you know go back to our other podcast about our canceled or withdrawn from the market uh, scenario. If you're not happy with your agent or your agency, cancel your contracts. Yeah, you're free done. to do that. You're free to do that, and you can move on to you know other interviews, other agencies, other franchises, whatever it may be. And your goal is to get the property sold and sold correctly. So you have that option. So go back to that podcast and check that one out. Excellent. What are some alternative options to for a for sale by owner? Well, a lot of different offices because of the, the, the social media game, because of uh, internet, because of a lot of um, different ways to market. You don't have to fully engage a real estate agent. If you're comfortable um, allowing somebody in the house or you can go for a walk with the dog while they're in the house by themselves, the agent can help you stage the home. The agent can, can basically screen the buyer and you do just some of the showings or you have the open house, that type of thing. An agent can also just list it and put it in the MLS or into the into the social media and marketing campaign without being the full broker. Maybe you, you know how to do the contracts. So if you're comfortable with the contracts and, and the legal end of it and the paper trail, you know, maybe you can do some of that or you have somebody in the business or your, your son or daughter's a lawyer or however it may play out. Well, then you don't need that end of the deal. So, you know, they can discount commission because you're not using the full services. They just need you to screen and scrub the buyers and all that stuff before they come in the house. Uh, you know, so there's a lot of creative options out there. If you have something that you're thinking about, you, you're comfortable doing certain parts of the transaction. You know how to stage, you know how to paint, you know how to do different things. Well, then step up, talk to your agent and see how you can get creative. Cut a few percent off the commission and see, we'll see where it goes. Throughout this episode, I've actually been thinking like, do you think like someone who has like sales experience or who's a sales uh, professional could would do a lot better in a forced sale by owner situation? Because they know how to negotiate and do all that fun stuff. Well, again, yeah, the negotiation part, uh, if you can separate yourself or you're a very good salesman. But again, it's it's a lot of it is driven by paperwork. A lot of it is contract. A lot of it is done via the Internet. One real estate agent will bring the other real estate agent a written offer on the property. So the negotiation part isn't like a handshake and you're over a cocktail at a, at a convention. You're not trying to sell something direct face to face. There's a paper trail and, and it's done in writing because it is a legal binding contract. So yeah, if you're in sales, you can maybe do some of that, but part of that is removed because you're not necessarily doing it face to face in the matter of time. It takes potentially a couple days, the more offers that are involved, you know, that, that also will draw out the process and take away the edge of some salesmanship, so to speak. So it's a lot deeper than just It gets a lot deeper part. than just saying, I want X for my house, yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. And, and with that, hey, we'd like to thank you for uh, stopping in and checking us out. Go yeah, back. so uh, thank you for tuning into episode three of this podcast. Uh, we really appreciate it. And we hope you guys are getting some value out of this so far. And there's going to be episodes every Saturday. Uh, first two were posted on May 29th. So if you want to go check those out, go check those out. We'd love for you to you know give those a listen. 
And thank you so much. And we on the next episode, episode four, we will be talking about cash buyers. That'll, that'll be an interesting episode. And hopefully you guys tune in for that one. So thank you so much. And we'll see you on the next episode. USRealtyConsultants.com.